Welcome, welcome to Crypto Chat with Chavo, the edgiest podcast in the crypto realm. I'm your host, the crypto connoisseur, Chavo, ready to deep dive into the fascinating world of cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and all things crypto related. But hold on tight, my friend, because this is not your average finance show. We're not here to give you boring investment advice or financial jargon. Oh, no. We're here to rock your world with discussions, mind-bending insights, and jaw-dropping stories from the cryptoverse. Now, before we kick things off, let's make one thing crystal clear. This podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes. None of the content you hear is financial advice. I repeat, not financial advice. I'm just a crypto enthusiast sharing my thoughts, experience, and yes, even my occasional moonshot predictions. So buckle up, strap in, and get ready for a wild ride through the the ever-evolving world of crypto. Let's pull the latest trends, uncover hidden gems, and maybe even decode secret messages hidden in the blockchain. Remember, my fellow crypto aficionados, always do your own research. The crypto space is like a wild west. You need to be your own sheriff. Seek knowledge, stay curious, and let's navigate this digital frontier together. So grab your headphones, crank up the volume, and get ready to be immersed in the world of crypto chapa chop. Prepare to laugh, learn, and maybe have your mind blown. Let's get this party started. Hey, what's good, everybody? Today is Tuesday, June 13th, 2023. Welcome to the pod. This is episode number 312 with Crypto Chat with Chapo coming at you today taking a look at the market reactions to the CPI numbers as they came out a little bit better than expected, I think. And the crypto markets are still trying to decide what they want to do here. You know, in the last 24 hours, we're up almost a percent with Bitcoin, but not quite. Trading at just under 26,000 at 259 87 ethereum still at that 17 mark we're at 1737 bnb starting to make some moves back at 239 will that continue for bnb what we're seeing here some interesting pushback among politicians at gensler from the sec which is really interesting to see i didn't ex really expect that to come really in relation to crypto honestly i mean you know they may have some complaints with him in general but it does seem that there are starting to be some big pushback on him and it and, and it appears at least on the surface that that is related to actually his stance on crypto and and maybe it's just strange timing i i really don't know but that's what it seems like cardano is coming up off a few lows after that you know the big dump we had it's at 27 cents still down 20 cents in the seven day doge not really making any moves it's at six cents tron up about two at seven cents solana crawled back up a little bit from its lows it's at 15 matic just is it's not looking good for Matic right now. And and hopefully with their ZK change that things will reverse. But it's down to 63 cents. It wasn't all that long ago. It was at $1.20. So it is really 
enduring some uh, troubles at this juncture. Avalanche, same situation, even though it's up today, it's still trading at 11.75, which is down quite a bit. ICP is up 4% today, trading at 3.83. Kronos still struggling at 5 cents. Aptos at $6. Arbitrum under a dollar still. Near protocol down to a dollar twenty. Yeah, that's the that's the mark I probably said not too long ago that I would buy again. And I feel like I'm gonna end up making the same mistake that I made with well, I don't know if it was a mistake yet, with Solana when it was, you know, around thirty dollars. I said I would buy it the low twenties, it made it the low twenties, right around FTX and then tanked all the way to eight dollars. I didn't buy. So we'll see if I make that same mistake with near we'll see how it it ends up shaking out overall optimism you know is way way down to a dollar 14 phantom same fate but up six percent phantoms at 25 cents you know i was really thinking phantom was an excellent buy when it was in the low 20s and 18 17 18 cents i did a couple shows on phantom way back in november or october time frame maybe early december Synthetic at 179. Any interesting other tokens in the top 100? Pepe finally hit that 300 million market cap that I was looking for. I still want to see it lower before I try to hop back in. It is at 387 million. Man, if you bought, bought the top when it was at 1.6 or 7 billion, well, you are not very happy right now so we continues its slide down to 71 cents and if you look at the trending coins a little shocker there for me is silo finance is down 26 percent not sure what's going on there that's a quality protocol in my opinion and of course matic so i wanted to spend just a little bit of time today talking about how i find and vet projects and determine if it's something that I am interested in investing in. Now, keep in mind, this is not financial advice. This is just the method I have developed over the last couple of years. So when you come into crypto, it can be very overwhelming. My guess is that as new entrants come in, you know, they might be getting some vague news stories about Bitcoin doing well or doing poorly. Maybe some stories about Ethereum, maybe Doge in there, potentially XRP, but it, it's a very small slice of what the crypto market is. And when you come in, it's really hard to sift through the massive amount of data that's out there. Let, let's start with this idea that when you come in, you're probably going to lose money if you're an investor because it's not easy. It is a dog-eat-dog -dog world. It's player versus player. For every seller, there's a buyer. For every buyer... There's a seller. And so which side of that are you going to be on? Ideally, you want to buy low and sell high. 
that doesn't always work out. By the time you catch on to some of these projects, it might be too late to have a huge upside. Perfect example. We can use Pepe for this. As Pepe began to capture people's attention, you know, it was already late in the game. You know, I did the show on Pepe at 3 million market cap, you know, and it's well over a hundred times from that now. So, and even when it was at this mark on the other side of the arc, you're still coming in a little late. And so that's typically what happens. And I think that if you do come in as we approach another bull run, if you're waiting to come in, if you're you're not sure, sometimes you can hop in when the trend is about ready to reverse. So you always have to use a lot of caution when you're when you're first entering in. So let, let I just want to go back and talk about some methods that I use. So typically, I, you know, I start my day often either doing one of two things to I open CoinGecko. That's usually what I use. I don't really like any other coin market cap. You know, I don't care for that. I just don't like the interface for whatever reason. I'm sure it's fine. I just don't really care for that. Either open CoinGecko just to get a glance of the trend in the prices. And I usually scroll through the first couple hundred tokens to see if I notice anything that oddly moving up the chart and and that can happen in an instant if you're only using coin gecko so by the time a lot of people caught on to pepe it was you know already cracked into that top 100 which made it a little late honestly to make a lot now it did run way up and you could have made some money but chances are most people that are coming in when it's 300, 400 million market cap are going to ride it out a little bit longer than a billion, probably. You never know because, you know, a little more than double your money. And that's the mistake people make. So I open up CoinGecko just to get an idea of the trends and see if there are any other interesting narratives developing. Whether it's DEX coins that are taking off, whether it's coins in a certain ecosystem, whether it be Ethereum, you know, Mad Polygon, Near you know, Solana, Avalanche, etc. And I try to see if there's any trends. And then typically, the rest of my time, I end up scouring Twitter for interesting threads about projects. I am looking to follow and read the big brains in this in the space. I definitely don't consider myself a big brain, in the space, I consider myself a pretty good student when it comes to learning about projects, understanding what problems they're trying to solve, etc. So when I'm on Twitter, I am looking for threads, as I said, about projects. I'm exploring ecosystems. I'm trying to find the people that really know, you know, different blockchains like the back of the, the experts. And I feel like I'm I'm pretty well versed in Arbitrum. I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I would say that I have a pretty high knowledge of what's going on and what the 
a lot of the top projects are in Arbitrum at this current time, which hopefully translates to them doing really well when we come to the bull run. So now I've been in the process of starting to expand a little bit. I, we talked about Metis yesterday. I'm still learning there. And when I can get a better understanding of what I'm dealing with there, we'll do some episodes on what some gems in Metis. Keeping an eye on ZK Sync as everybody is, is trying to farm that airdrop, potential airdrop. I don't know if they're going to continue with the airdrop considering all the regulation uncertainty, but if there is one, I hope to get a good airdrop from ZK Sync. And as I'm searching through Twitter, that's what I'm looking for. These good threads on what people are excited about. Right now, people are excited about ZK Sync. So you're going to see a lot of action when it comes to ZK Sync in... Sorry, I'm open up D5 real quick. A lot of interesting action when it comes to ZK Sync. The same thing happened with Arbitrum, but what didn't what I didn't realize was going to happen, and this is this is just how you learn, is I thought that once that airdrop happened, then the other token prices in Arbitrum would explode with value. Actually, the opposite happened. As everybody got their airdrop and left. Now, I do think they'll be back, but that was kind of a good, good, good lesson for me that you can't expect the price to go up after the airdrop and probably the opposite is to happen. So if we're looking across DeFi Llama on the protocols, if we look at ZK Sync, right now it only has 51 different protocols. The total value locked is still pretty low at 168 million. And that's lower than Phantom, lower than Kava, lower than Solana, Pulse Chain, Kronos, Avalanche, Optimism, Polygon, Arbitrum. You you get the idea. Sorry, I was covering my mouth a little bit there because remember I had surgery the other day. I apologize for the muted there. Not certain a little bit today. So it it's not that the the top dog getting money at this point but but i really believe that that is going to change how soon is the question i i would have thought that the the number the amount of money in zk sync right now would be a little bit higher i really would have thought it would have been a lot higher than it is and I'm not sure what the reason for that is, if liquidity is drying up, if people are still locked into meme coins. I guess we're, we're going to find out as this unravels. So what I'm doing is I'm looking for those threads on interesting protocols, trying to find the big brains, checking who they're following, who follows them to get a sense of what kind of Twitter account it is. Are other people that seem to know what they're talking about following this individual? Are they shouting them out in different threads? And then I go in and look at each protocol. I go to their Twitter site. 
I read what their general message is, I look at their pinned tweets, and then I try to uh, get to their Gitbook and read the documentation about their protocol, the tokenomics, um, how much they're giving to investors, those types of things. And then what you really want to do is determine, are people using it? Because you could have an, an excellent protocol. If no one's using it, then, you know, price not going to go up. That's, that's the way it works. Now, that doesn't mean it's not going to go up down the road. But I think if you're hopping in on anything right now, you have to have the idea that nothing's going up for a while. And if you're hoping it to go up for a while, I really, really think that you are going to be disappointed. That's my opinion of it. So that's a general sense of what I do. I thought I wanted to give you a little background on that as tomorrow, hopefully I'll try to come up with a good protocol to talk about and hopefully the market doesn't tank. Although each day I grow a little more suspicious of the market. Will Chapo be wrong? Tune in next time to find out. Until tomorrow, this is Ben Chapo. Be in the present moment. Be in the here and now. And do something nice for somebody. Another call to action for you today. This is a tough one. And I talk about this one a lot because it, it was really hard for me. And, I, and I'm getting pretty good at it. You know, forgive someone that's wronged you in the past. It's, it is pretty freeing. And I know I've said it before. But, you know, cleanse your soul today. Forgive someone. Until tomorrow, have an amazing day. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.